Welcome to Real Estate Uncovered, presented by the Real Estate Inspection Company, where we interview every type of real estate industry expert to uncover some common and not so common real estate topics. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Real Estate Uncovered. Today, we get to talk to Jocelyn Lomahan, who's a realtor with the Avenue Home Collective. It's so nice to see you, Jocelyn. How are you today? Hi, April. I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be talking with you today. Same. I love seeing you out in the field. So I was excited that you are joining us. Um, so to get things started, why don't you tell us a little bit about you um, and tell us your story? Okay, gosh. Well, um, I actually was not born in San Diego, but I'm pretty much a San Diego native. I've lived here since I was one year old. Um, my dad is a military. He's in the Navy, so he was stationed here. I was born in Philadelphia, and we moved here when I was only one year old. My mom was a um, a operating room nurse for Sharp Hospital, and I grew up down in Southeast San Diego, graduated from Morris High School, and when I graduated from high school, my family moved up to Rancho Penasquitos, and I've kind of been here ever since. I uh, went to San Diego State University. I have a degree in business administration finance, and uh, I got married at, um, gosh, almost 30. My husband is also a native San Diego, and his name is Jay. Uh, we've been together for so long, and we have two beautiful daughters, Sophia, who is 18, and Ava, who's 15. So yeah, I San Diego, I just know and love, and I it's just a great place to be and live and work and just raise my family. So I just absolutely love being in San Diego. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Now, as far as you going into real estate, what what started that for you? How did you get into real estate? Yeah, it's so funny. It's one of those things I did not choose to be in real estate. I actually was in, in the banking industry. I worked for Wells Fargo Bank for a long time. Around 2001, 2002, I was... Uh, they were kind of slowly like laying off people. And I remember thinking like, gosh, I got to find another job. And, you know, I happened to, I think that's just how great things happen. You make connections and relationships with people. And I uh, met someone that, you know, mutual friend. And she said, oh my gosh, we're looking for a real estate assistant. And I said, real estate? I've never, you know, thought about working in real estate. I go, hey, can I get an interview? I mean, I'm looking for a job. And she said, absolutely, come on in. So I went and I, I was used to coming from corporate America, right? right? And I walk into this real estate office in Rancho Santa Fe. Uh, yeah. So, you know, multi-million dollar homes in Rancho Santa Fe. And, you know, sure enough, they were just like, we love your professionalism. You've had work experience. Um, I said, well, I don't have a real estate license yet. And they're like, that's okay. You know, just come work for us and you can get your license. And it was an amazing first experience in real estate because I was working for two very seasoned agents in that community. And I learned a lot. I mean, gosh, Hi, first job in real estate, you get to open doors of multi-million dollar homes. I remember like, you know, part of my job was to go to the house ahead of the showing because they don't do lock boxes in those multi-million dollar houses, right? So you right. have to actually like meet the clients there. And I don't know how many times I would open their front door. It's like, oh, hi, Philip Rivers. Open the door. Oh, hi, celebrity. Hi. You know, just, it was just so <laughs> funny the you know, how different it was. And I, you know, grew up 
very humble, um, you know, beginnings. And it was just such a neat world to um, start my real estate career in. And it was great. I learned a lot. It was around the time that I was uh, newly married and having babies. So for me, it was a perfect segue into real estate because I got to um, have like a nine to five job. I, you know, I didn't have to show on the weekends. I worked as a marketing assistant for the two agents. So it was, it was a perfect way to start in real estate. Um, and then after that was when I was like, okay, I think that it's time for me to spread my wings and kind of work with, you know, my peers and, you know, the people that I, uh, you know, my demographic, I guess. So I, you know, spread my wings and went to another brokerage and I went from selling multi million dollar homes in Ranch Santa Fe to, uh, dealing with foreclosures and short sales because right around that 2008 period, and man, what a what a different um, you know part of real estate, but also very rewarding because probably some of my first transactions on my own were my friends, family, friends of friends that were in trouble at that time that needed, you know, someone that they could trust and felt comfortable with to, you know, really be vulnerable and put themselves out there and say, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, I'm having a hard time. I'm underwater. I need help. I need to short sell my home. Otherwise I'm going to, you know, go into foreclosure. So that to me was super, super rewarding because again, I see real estate as, you know, a chance to be a part of people's journeys, a part of their stories and just one chapter of their overall story. So it was a tremendous honor to be part of their lives in that regard. So I just absolutely loved that time. And of course, we got out of that that period of the market. And, you know, ever since then, it's just been, you know, a, it's so super rewarding because, again, I started when you know, helping people get out of their situations to now where, you know, now I'm helping like friends with kids who are buying their first houses. So it's just, it is an amazing career. And I just feel so very blessed that I get to do this every day. That's amazing. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you truly started from the ground and, and worked your way up. And now yeah. you are an expert in the industry. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that's amazing. Like, you know, you, you, you walked in and had this amazing opportunity to, you know, work with properties in Rancho Santa Fe and, and kind of build out that reputation and that experience. And I think that's just amazing. So mm-hmm. Isn't it crazy how fast time flies, though, when you said oh. that you're now helping your friends with their kids? Like, what is going on? How is everything going on? <laughs> I know. And I can't believe that I actually have been a realtor for 2022 will be my 20 years that I've been. Wow. In I know. I can't believe it either. It feels like it was just yesterday. How did <laughs> right. So now tell me a little bit more about how you really began your um opportunity with the Avenue Home Collective. Sure. You know, again, being in pretty much a native San Diego, it's a very, very small world and a small community. And I have been with several brokerages. I've been with some of the great, you know, big brokerages like Compass and Sotheby's and Prudential. And I've also been with um, brokerages that are just, you know, boutique brokerages, if you will. So Melissa Sophia is actually my broker and she and I are, we were always friends outside of real estate. And it was one of those just synergistic opportunities. You know, my friends and her friends are like, you guys should work together. You guys know the same people, you know, you guys have the same vibe, you know, why don't you guys, you know, consider working together? 
together joining forces. And it was one of those like, yeah, why not? So, you know, long story short, we got together, we talked about how we could, uh, you know, bring our, our, networks together, our, you know, our yin and yang together. And it was great. So she uh, made the decision to open up an office in Forest Ranch. And for me, that was perfect because I am very much a brick and mortar type of person. I, you know, I don't do a good job working at home (laughs) because I just want to like do laundry or, you know, do things around the house. And, um, you know, one thing you'll learn about me, April, is I am a huge coffee drinker. It's kind oh, of my, my jam, like uh, hashtag Java with Joss. That, <laughs> you know, what's funny is when I was uh, get going on my own, that was a really big part of my uh, growth in real estate was having coffee dates because it's, yeah. it's like one of those like, it's no pressure, you know, let's just have a conversation. Tell me what's going on with your life. And, you know, surely it, it, it goes back and forth. Like tell me what's going on with your life. And I say, well, you know, I'm, you know, on my own with real estate and I'm you know, building my, um, my database and my, my client base. And it's like, oh my gosh, I have, you know, a friend that's thinking about selling, I'm going to tell them about you. And so I really accredit coffee to a lot of my success. And so, you know, what was funny is the Avenue, our office is two doors down from my favorite coffee shop. So it was definitely, you know, some uh, divine intervention there, I think. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. And you know, it, it really is telling when you can find someone to partner with that you're passionate about what you're doing and you are in alignment with them and they're in alignment with you. I mean, it is unstoppable the things that you can do. It is amazing. So it's really exciting that you were able to, to partner with her and you found, um, you found your home with them with the Avenue Home Collective. So thank you for sharing that. Now, Jocelyn, I know you, um, are heavily involved with the community in several different ways, and I would love for you to kind of share with, um, our listeners, you know, Tell us about your community involvement, uh, the associations that you belong with. Okay, tell sure. us about dynamic. Yeah, you know what's amazing about being in real estate is that you do have flexible schedule, obviously, and it there are so many ways to uh, meet people. And so when I was really like. Uh, trying to grow my real estate career, I said, you know, I really want to be in the be in the community or be involved in the community that I live in, which is Rancho Penasquitos in North County. And so I decided to join the Rancho Penasquitos Town Council. Uh, we, you know, our biggest efforts are the, uh, we have a yearly fiesta and a big fireworks show. And I just really wanted to like be the go-to in my community. Like if someone said, hey, Jocelyn, do you know what's going on on this street or, you know, uh, this new building that's coming up. What is that? And I just love, you know, knowing, you know, kind of being in the end and being the resource for people to come to about my community. So I decided to join the town council and it's been great because, you know, I'm giving back to a community that has given me so much. Uh, so in addition to the town council, I'm very involved in my church. I attend Our Lady of Mount Carmel and I'm, I volunteer a lot there. And that has also been a great um, way to meet people and, you know, in turn, you know, get referral business just again, because people like they, they go with people that they know, like, and trust. And um, it's been a tremendous opportunity to, to be able to serve and also, you know, further my, my real estate. And another association I'm involved in is ARIA, which is the Asian Real Estate Association. It was funny because that was one that I was like, hmm, 
I'm going to be around other realtors. Like, is that, you know, where I want to spend my time? But I cannot tell you how tremendous of an impact it has been being in ARIA. You know, whereas I thought I was just going to be a member and just go to their events. Now I'm on the board of directors and um, my my focus is on community outreach. So it's just so funny how that that all kind of, you know, happened. Yeah. So tell, tell us a little bit, for those who are not familiar, tell us what ARIA is. Sure. It's the Asian Real Estate Association of America, the San Diego chapter. And a lot of people assume like, oh, do you have to be Asian to be on ARIA? And I say, absolutely not. The the reason why this nonprofit was formed was to help real estate agents or anyone in the real estate industry that happened to have clients of Asian descent. Because a lot of times the challenges with, um, you know, people of API community is sometimes they just, you know, don't have enough experience, enough knowledge. You know, sometimes there are language barriers that prohibit them from achieving the American dream as well. So it really is just it's for anyone that wants to that has Asian clients or has a desire to serve the um, Asian community. And oh, my gosh, you know, our events are so well attended because, you know, er, you know, there's gosh, I don't even know. I I wish I knew what the percentages were, but there's a very high Asian population in San Diego. And, you know, every real estate agent has at least one, if not several uh, clients of Asian descent. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) I love it. I mean, it's a funny, like, I just love things like this, where I talk to other people. We happen to be recording it, but like, I think that if you and I got together for coffee, we'd be saying the same exact thing. We'd just be talking the same way we're talking now, but you just never know what ideas might spark because of a conversation. And that's just, again, why I love the coffee date so much is that you just never know how we can help each other, you know, so... Absolutely. And in this industry, that's that's the key. You can do all the marketing in the world. You can do all of the branding in the world. But that face to face is so valuable. And as a, you know, representative for my company, too, that's exactly how we build our business. We're relationship builders. Yes. You know, we're not in sales and marketing. We're relationship builders. And that's where you build that alignment and you have those connections um, and those really high value conversations as well. So I'm right there with you on that. <laughs> now, as we've moved into 2022, now we've been facing a lot of challenges uh, through COVID and this you know, wild market that our, you know, clients have been facing, you know, have you noticed any specific challenges that buyers and sellers have been facing? And, you know, what can they expect going into 2022? Yes, it's so crazy. First of all, I cannot believe it's been two years. I just... I'm beside myself. I can't believe that it's been, you know, the, you know what's happened over the last couple of years. And I remember, gosh, I remember vividly the date that we all kind of went shut down. And I just was, you know, of course, like everyone, we were all nervous about what was going to happen. But of course, as you know, you know, real, real estate really wasn't affected. If anything, it was, um, you know, even more... Um, gosh, more of a reason to buy a house, to to have somewhere that you are secure, where you feel safe, you know, that's going to be you know a constant in this chaos. So um, I guess the challenges that I've seen, because I pretty much my business is 50-50, I, 50% buyers, 50% sellers, which is a great place to be because I just, I love both aspects of, um, of that, of buyers and sellers. You know, with buyers right now, the challenge is they feel so deflated. They, you know, see things in the media where, you know, every house is getting like 20 offers and they're going for way over the the asking price. So they feel very hesitant to uh, 
put their foot, you know, to get their foot in the door to like, you know, throw their hat in the ring, I should say. And, you know, but I have to remind my buyers like, hey, look, you know, rates are still historically low. Um, even though, you know, when, when you're like, oh, rates are going up, it's like, yeah, but if you look at the long term, it's still very low. And, you know, I remind them of that. I remind them of the fact that, hey, no matter what, you need somewhere to live. You know, why not it be something that you own? So that's another reason to get in the game. You know, the third is, you know, it's eventually going to hit, like, just like anything, you just have to keep trying, just keep going for it. And, you know, eventually one will hit. Sometimes they hit on the first one, sometimes they hit on the 20th one, but, you know, if you, you can't give up. And I, that's the, that's really for me, it's, I feel like a cheerleader for my, my buyers. It's like, come on, you could do this. So <laughs> that's been the hardest part. And even though we're hearing that rates are supposed to go up uh, two or three times in 2022, it's okay. You know, if anything, maybe it'll like get some of the um, other buyers that that really are like, okay, I'm out. And so that's more of an opportunity for other buyers to come in to secure a home. So I think that's been the biggest challenge is buyers just being tired, just exactly. deflated. Um, the challenge for sellers, and there is challenges for sellers, even though it's a great time to be a seller right now, the challenge for sellers is like, where do you go from here? I mean, it's, yes, it's easy to, to sell a house, but you know, where it, a lot of my sellers, they are either selling second homes that they own, or they are, you know, saying, well, now's the time for me to move out of state. I've always wanted to anyway. Um, but the ones that want to sell to take advantage of the market to move up or down, they're kind of like in the same boat as buyers. It's, you know, they still have to compete with the other buyers. So again, I tell them too, like, Hey, there's ways, there's ways to do this. Like we can sell your house, you know, with the premise that, Hey, we're going to have to have a rent back or some kind of concession. And so it, that definitely eases their fears about selling. Um, the COVID, you know, with the mask and things that was a little bit more prevalent in the beginning of COVID. But now I think people are just kind of like, well, as long as you're taking the precautions during showings, you know, I'm okay. So that really hasn't been much of a challenge nowadays. I think everyone's just so used to it, but in the beginning, it certainly was difficult. I mean, I had sellers where they only let me show the house literally like two hours of the entire listing period. So I had to like stack the showings and just go boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and <laughs> You know, thankfully we got the right buyer from that small time frame, but it was because you know everyone was nervous about people being in their home. So, and I totally understood. And this was like, like, gosh, I want to say like two weeks after the first shutdown. So, you know, it's definitely a, a different world from that from two years ago. So, those are some of the challenges that we're facing. None of them insurmountable. So, when people do express their hesitation or their fear, I just say, "Hey, let's talk it out. Let's let's talk about what your reservations are. Some might be valid. Some might be completely, you know, conquerable. And let's just, you know, let's just figure it out." Yep, it's all about educating yourself and having a good agent on your team is so important. Somebody who's going to, you know, fight for you and really pull you out of that buyer fatigue yes. that a lot of people have faced. So. Yes. This is always a funny question that I love asking, um, you know, professionals in the industry. Where can we find you on the weekends or your days off? Well, now that open houses are back again, the weekends are kind of a tough one. But I definitely make it a priority to attend my daughter's basketball games. They both play high school basketball. And 
my daughter's a senior, so this is her last year playing. My other daughter's a sophomore. And it's just a great outlet to, again, support whatever they're doing, to socialize with all the other parents. And there's just nothing like high school sports. I, I You know, it's so funny because growing up, I was a dancer. I was not a sports person at all. So for me, it's really fun as a, a parent to uh, experience uh, sports. And again, I have two girls. So I am just, I'm like probably the loudest, most obnoxious parent in the audience. <laughs> but you'll often find me there on the weekends, of course, doing coffee dates. And, you know, one thing I, 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 I love that, you know, I have teenage daughters. So they, they, they're the ones that introduced me to TikTok. So oh, I'm going to have fun with them too. I have to do some like TikTok dances. And whereas before I was just doing it for fun, just, just to do it. Now I'm like, people see me they're like, Hey, you're that TikTok realtor. I was like, I am. <laughs> so it's Isn't so it fun? fun that happened. <laughs> it's so fun making those videos and, and, you know, you don't think you can do it. And then once you hit record, it's like, it's on, let's do this oh, fun video. Do I love this. that. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, those are some of the fun things I like to do on the weekends when I'm not working. <laughs> I love that. And and high school sports, it's funny because my, my husband is a volleyball coach too. And it's funny how you find that competitive spirit that you didn't know was there until you're cheering on your kids and you're like, oh my gosh, like you said, you're the loudest mom in the room. You know, you're so excited for them. So, oh yeah. And you know, it's funny too, April, is that, you know, I do coaching and some of the things that my coach tells me in real estate I tend to find myself telling the girls that it comes to sports and it's so funny and vice versa. I see them, you know, work hard and I see them going for it and taking their shots. And I think, oh my gosh, that's kind of similar to like real estate. So it's so funny how we kind of go back and forth. So maybe that's another reason why I love uh, watching the competitiveness of, of, of high school sports is because you can kind of relate some of it to your own life. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Well, Jocelyn, I really want to thank you for joining me today. And, you know, I really appreciate you sharing your story with me. Um, I know that you've shared so much value today. Now, if somebody was listening and they wanted to get a hold of you, how would they be able to reach you? Well, they probably find me at a coffee shop. <laughs> but other than that, a surefire way to get a hold of me is definitely on my cell phone, which is really easy. It's 858 204 two, three, two, three. Okay. And um, my email is really easy too. my, it's Jocelyn, my name, J O C E L Y N at the key to San Diego.com. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I'm sure you and I are going to have to go grab coffee soon. Let's do uh, it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big coffee fan myself. So you and I are going to meet up and go get some coffee. But other than that, I'm sure I'll see you at some of these really fun events that are coming up this year. Yes. And I'll see you at, at, in the field. I'll see you at the pitch sessions. Thank you so much for all you guys do. And thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to share my story. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Real Estate Uncovered with the Real Estate Inspection Company. Connect with us at sdinspect.com or call 800-232-5180. If you haven't done so already, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Thanks again and catch you next time.